Hey, this is Camp Scouts, hosted by me, Curtis Heimberger, and my good friend, Josh Freeman. We noticed that there isn't as much new music being shared online as there should be, so we decided to create this show dedicated to scouring Bandcamp and finding your new favorite artist. Welcome to podcast. 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 We're, gonna, we're switching yeah. to gaming related content. Welcome to Absolutely. podcast. My name is Josh. Today we have a special guest, TJ. Say hello. Introduce yourself. Hello. Uh, my name is TJ. Uh, I am a friend of the show. Woo! <laughs> Stand up <laughs> and tell everybody three fun facts about yourself. <laughs> uh, oh, no. I would rather die. <laughs> Oh man, um, I always like the teachers who were like, "Stand up, say uh, your favorite movie, your favorite song, or your favorite sports team." And then like half the group would be like, "I don't follow it enough to have a favorite sports team." Naturally, and this I would just like, have <sighs> one that I would pick at the beginning of every semester and stick to it. I would memorize the answers and just be ready. No, see, you got to own up to it. You got to change it up every time. There was a kid mm, mm. when I was in high school. There was a kid in my law and justice class who stood up and he said, My name, his name is also Josh. He said, My name is Josh. I don't follow sports. I don't watch a lot of movies. And the teacher was like, Well, what do you like to do? And he was like, I think fire is really cool. And then he sat back down. <laughs> I guess never let him kid. know your next move. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. We knew his next move. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, high school was fun. Today is a bit. A different episode i've got four tracks we're gonna listen to um and a very small segment for us to make fun of really recall we're doing we're doing an audible we're doing this all by ear i forgot we had i had to record another one and so i reached out to my friend tj and i was like hey what are you doing <laughs> the week i have to release a show and he was like i didn't uh, even know we were getting to bully someone on the internet i always want to bully someone news on to the me. internet we didn't do it last episode because i wanted to give max some time to talk mm-hmm. about his projects and that before that would be my interview with Derek Florence. So now that those are really appropriate, um, and it's going to be very light here, I think it's going to be fun to ease back into it and not because I didn't do a lot of research before we got started. This is all inherently planned. But yeah, with all that to be said, we're going to start out first with our first artist of the week. And it is Zoe Bayani and her song, Spring Cleaning. Yes. 
banger. Yeah. That's actually my favorite uh, Zoe Bayani song. Well, there'll be more coming out. Yeah. It's what, like a Friday week or the 13th. Okay. Oh, EP. that's like a couple of days. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from the day of release, it'll be two days from yep. the time you're listening to this. If you're listening to it day of, if you're not, I don't know, man, is it the 13th of May? If it's not, it's not out yet. If it's past it, go check it out. Uh, this is how we make sure the show is evergreen. Of course. Yeah. 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 We saw uh, Miss Bayani live. Yeah. At Furnace 41 in Atlanta. Very mm-hmm. cool venue. Um, um, so what did you think about the track? Uh, I love this track. I think the intro guitar and just the guitar through the, the whole thing is super nice. Is like a, a really immediate hook. Mm. And then you get those big moments of the chorus where it's like the, the big burnout, burnout, the big half. Yeah. All, no, not halftime. Regardless, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I sang it. <laughs> he said regardless because he doesn't want to sound dumb on the internet. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm what it here is. for the best possible uneducated opinions on music. <laughs> we all I'm know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you heard the track. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Um, I like how fucking country influenced it all sounds, mm-hmm. especially in the guitar in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You're right. The chorus is, I think the strongest part of the song it's what what pull it, it's what will pull a lot of people into it mm-hmm. um <clears throat> this was on the newsletter if you're signed up for that you already know my thoughts on this but after we heard it at the show i couldn't get that like spring cleaning i couldn't get out of my head like the the fucking yeah chorus. um there's also the very good thing the very cute line uh, in the chorus the met you at a party last week now i'm already wearing your sweater big fan of that yeah. Just a cute little like personal moment, I guess. Well, it's 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 a very vulnerable song. Yeah. Um on her Bandcamp, she writes that this is her first single. She wrote it when she was 17 about meeting someone who made her feel like getting her life together. Lo and behold, it didn't last long, but that's what life lessons come from. Mm-hmm. And so it's this idea of like meeting someone cool and then being like, here's everything about me. You want this, right? This is what you want. Yeah. Um, I think it's very relatable. I think uh, she's 19 now. So I would imagine mm-hmm. she's shooting for her demographic to be around the same age. Uh, yeah. It's something that a lot of people from, you know, in, in your re- in your early 20s, uh, like we are, or late teens that you're going to do. And maybe you're going to do it multiple times, hopefully not. But it's a very relatable thing. It happens to a lot of people. And um, it's not like a depressing song like this would be something very mm-hmm. easy to make super sad um she's a song called birthday song that i would say kind of steps yeah. into that category but this is more about the immediate yearning of finding someone you are infatuated with and i think that's and a very interesting doesn't love to yearn well you listen to few bridgers so yeah. I, I said what i said <laughs> i love to yearn <laughs> <laughs> and you think you've got me <laughs> Oh my god! Um, yeah, I um, this is something I'll always point out when someone does melodies with their own voice. I think that is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who can't do melodies or sing at all, and it's very impressive when someone can <laughs> do both uh, with like by themselves because that means yeah, that's like two separate recording sessions. That's like a whole thing. Um, but yeah, so Friday the thirteenth, 
May 13th uh, EP drop. Check it out. Sign up for the newsletter uh, and check out her other song that's out right now, Birthday Song. It came out last November. Any other notes? Just that uh, Josh didn't technically find this one on Bandcamp. So he's fine. Ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> We're calling an audible here. It is on Bandcamp. It is on Bandcamp, but you didn't find it there. No, I was at a Carver Commodore show where I met a guy <laughs> named AJ and he pointed into the crowd and he said, you see that girl over there? And I was like, yeah, what? Like what? And he was like, I know her. And I was like, cool, man. And he was like, she's doing a show. And I was like, oh, <laughs> big shout outs to AJ. We love AJ. Very cool guy. I hope your foot is doing better, AJ. We <clears throat> first thing he told me when I met him was he was like, Yeah, I hurt my leg. And then we saw him at the Furnace 41 show and he had this big ass fucking boot on his leg. We love AJ. <clears throat> so we're gonna step into our next song. It's a little heavier. Uh, this is Landowner and their song, Victim of Redlining. Who are you? I'm a consultant. He's admiring that rookie sitting on. heater yeah that one's fun it's very good um really quickly very loose definition of of redlining for the audience so i understand it it's when banks will not give loans out to specific areas um and like groups of people usually it's like oh that's a poor neighborhood no one who lives in that zip code can get a loan from us or any financial assistance and this is used to target people of color and low-income people to keep them marginalized uh, because we profit from marginalized people. Um, I think the song is fucking a banger. I think it's yeah. got really great energy. We love punk mm-hmm. music with something to say because if yes. you're not being political, you're not being punk, you're just doing an offshoot of rock. Yeah, those are my opening notes. Yeah. Uh, I love the instrumental in this so much. I think it's super cool. Uh, I love hectic and a little bit messy guitar riffs. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this does a lot of that between the guitar and the bass. The bass has a really nice tone. It's very growly. um, And everything just moves so much. Oh, yeah. And there's that bounce to it, too. Mm -hmm. Throughout the whole song. There's like 15 seconds at the end. The Mm -hmm. listener. Of just that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, it's fun. Um, if you couldn't hear the lyrics, uh, listen to it the first time. When he opens up, he's saying, the rug you're sitting on, he's admiring the rug you're sitting on. He's going to pull it out from under you. Mm. I think it's a very cool opening to that song because later it switches to uh, he's admiring that land you're sitting on. Mm-hmm. 
um, what, what is it? Uh, this is a developer's product and you're a victim of redlining. I think are very important yeah. things to uh, say that you make sure you know in the song, dear listener, uh, for when you listen to it a second time on your own, you can hear it. Um, they've got another song called Swiss Pavilion on this album, which was really hard for me to pick between the two. But the reason we went with uh, Victim of Redlining is this is the opening track on the album. This is how I hot love it starts. That. Yeah. That's a good tone setter. Was, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're here to yell and uh, say fuck you to banks. And I think, what more could you want? Yeah. I, I just, I think it's important to set expectations for what you're doing. I think for a lot mm-hmm. of bands, you have, it. it's not, it's not always like whatever your first song on the album is because on Bandcamp specifically you can set when someone clicks to preview your album it'll play like a different song so you can get mm-hmm. like track seven or something um but either way the song you pick sets the expectation for what i'm going to listen to uh, a lot of people will be upset if your first track is incredible and the rest of it is mid that is not the case with landowner yeah. or any of the artists we've brought on the show but um some bands may be tempted to like build up into something heavy and i think it's awesome mm-hmm. that landowner starts that way and stays that way consistently this yeah. is from their album consultant that came out in september of 2020 and they have another another album that came out in july of 2021 called impressive almanac you should check it out will do also question to landowner if you're listening um how do you say is it Holyoke, Massachusetts? Where are you from? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's H O L Y O K E. And I want to say Holyoke, but I, I know I'm wrong. So <laughs> let's just commit to being wrong anyways. They're gonna Holyoke mess me it is. Actually, it's pronounced like this. I'm like, no, nah, it's too late. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. You should have uh, known before I asked the question. I love being wrong. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. June 25th, uh, they're playing in Somerville, Massachusetts. So if you're in Massachusetts, check them out. Tell them that we sent you. If you're not in Massachusetts, but you feel like driving, check them out. Tell them we sent you. Thank you guys so much for making fucking great post-punk music. I don't know what else to say about it. It's fucking incredible. We're going to move into our third track of the day. It's by a friend of the show, Wes Clinton. This is his song, My People. My new thing look like Ariana Grande, just a little dicker though. New York wasn't hating ass niggas when you whisper to me how you get a folk. Ask Krillin how he got 18, he and I got the same game. I've been me, always will be, no punchline. I'm the prime example of a rough diamond. I just brush the dirt off, see the cuts on me and my skin shine. Yeah. That's a nice whip, got the eggshell finished, 5%, can't tell who in it Sitting high on them beans, getting lifted, split stanky, but the fit clean different I love you, you overcoming eyes, young king, young queen, raise bars, don't spew vitriol, spread knowledge Envy is the enemy of peace, gods, please pause and pray for what we will gain or what we've lost Yo Blood on the leaves, blood on the streets where our babies play their little hearts out Genocide on the world wide web, nine bodies get you star power Be a whiz kid, start a business or go hoop, don't become a lost file Why you so mad dog, I'm here for you, I fear for you as a lost child Who's a boss now, all that blood bleeding and glide squeezing but you're not eating cause- If you're thinking to yourself, Josh, why is this batch of four episode, four songs so good? It's cause I was the only one to pick them baby 
Curtis isn't here to defend I'm himself. going to tell Curtis immediately. I'm already texting him. <laughs> I am adding Mom Rock right now. Yeah. And telling mm-hmm. them you're, you're lost. I've spoken to Curtis in person one time in my life. That's enough. And it included just a handshake and hello. And I'm still going to rat on you right now. <laughs> That's enough, man. He won't believe it. I'll tell him it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. He's Edit not going to listen out. this deep into the episode. He's not, no, <laughs> not going to listen this deep. I just so true. <laughs> just oh. kidding. I love you, Curtis. Uh, this is My People by Wes Clinton. This was on the newsletter as well. If you're following me on or us on Twitter at uh, Camp Scouts Pod, you've probably heard me talk about this song way too much. When the video came out, when the song came out, um, this most recent Bandcamp Friday, I love what he is doing in his scene in Austin. He is doing nothing but um, celebrating and promoting and and holding up other artists uh, while working on his own work. And I know that's awesome. I think that's awesome. You, if you're a listener to the show, you're familiar with Ward. Um, he uh, he was on the tape with Old Boy, uh, which was called. Lenny Boy. Sorry, I forgot the name. Uh, and I found Wes Clinton through them because they were just interacting and supporting each other because they they both perform in Austin. And I think that is fantastic. We love community building in this house. Yeah. Well, uh, it's also like a big tenet of what we're trying to do in the show, right? Is mm-hmm. trying to find and point to pockets of creatives that are supporting each other. I think a lot of people, especially with like the rise of like fucking bedroom pop and stuff, they want to make music by themselves. And it's this really depressing and lonesome project. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be that. You can still write songs about those experiences. If you want to write sad music, that's fine, but you can do it with people. Yeah. Something as small as like someone knowing what you're working on really impacts the quality of work that you make. I fully believe that. And so... Mm -hmm. People like Wes Clinton and Deshaun Linward and Old Boy. Uh, in fact, the entire Less Than Family uh, artist collective that's in uh, North Carolina uh, that Old Boy is a part of deserve to be shut out. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. And any song that basically opens up with a Dragon Ball Z reference, I'm going to love and try to bring on the show. So that's fantastic. So true. So true. I I think it's really funny to be like, how'd I get my girl? How'd Krillin get 18? Uh, uh, unironically, I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. I think it's fantastic. I love the uh, the piano for the mm-hmm. beat. I was going to say, like, not to harp on instrumentals for the third song in a row. Uh, however, I love the bass part in this track. I think it's so much fun. I think it's a super simple loop. Um, but it's very bouncy and it has a nice rhythm to it. Nice flow. I'm a big fan. Yeah, this is produced by Dirty World. So shout out to him and Clinton working together to make something mm-hmm. so uh, cohesive. I actually have some words on this track from Wes that he is letting me play on the show. He sent me Ooh. a voice message and he really some, I surmised the project in such a way that I was like, I don't want to just repeat this. Because he's going to hear this and go, this thing, that's not what I said. Or like, <laughs> he's getting the point, but he's saying it in a weird way. And so I just wanted to play his words, get it on the show, and 
I think that also shows how much he cares about this project and his future project, Fresh Veggies, which comes out in a month or two. So that's going to be really cool to hear. Yeah. But I mean, the song itself, you talk about meaning behind, and I'm sorry, I'm very long winded about this. I just want you to have enough of enough information, but, um, this, the, the concept is like that first part is, you know, kind of like self-reflection as a black man, um, understanding that, you know, dis- despite what may get thrown at you, sometimes you are special, um, big up yourself sometimes, shout yourself out, you know, understand that like, you know, you, you have these special gifts and abilities about you, just like everybody else is special and embrace that and enjoy that. Um, and then the second part is seeing that in other other people, other black people, right? Like, you know, showing love to other black people and, you know, giving them life and giving them energy as well. Um, so yeah, that's why you get the, you get the lines like, um, young king, young queen raised bars, don't spew vitriol, spread knowledge, envy is the enemy of peace, gods, please, but like, that's just in that second part. It's just, you know, telling the, your your fellow brother and sister, like, look, I, I see you. That's a nice whip. Got the eggshell finish. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about somebody else. I'm talking about some other brother that I saw, like, stunned, doing it big. And it's like, we don't, I don't think we do that enough. So I just wanted to add that part. And then the last part um, is just, you know, what's going on in the streets and what's going on in the neighborhoods and the communities and, know how we we wear murders like a badge of honor like we're just playing grand theft auto when it really should be a problem and something that we you know attempt to fix but yeah so that's that's my people man that's that's what it is i couldn't have said that better than he did Mm -hmm. um i think it speaks more to his character which is what we were talking about earlier to devote pretty much the majority of the song to to what he likes and loves about the people around him in his community and what he wants to see changed to mm-hmm. positively impact that same group of people. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's a really, really well put together track. Uh, lyrical, lyrically, you can see put like a lot of thought into the process of writing that. And I think that comes through in the way that he talks about the song as well. Yeah, and he he said, you know, sorry for being long-winded. Uh, never, ever apologize for fucking wanting to talk a lot about something you care about. That's so fantastic. Especially, Any chance you get. Yeah, so yeah, if, if what you've made is good and you care about it and you want, and you find someone who wants to hear about it, right, talk to your blue in the face. If these three parameters aren't met, I don't know. But <laughs> I think if you care about something, if you're passionate, you should talk about it no matter what. If you find mm-hmm. someone who's like, oh, stop talking about that thing. Don't talk to that guy. That guy sucks. Yeah. Um, the fact of the matter is it's a fucking fantastic song. Yeah. And you, I mean, I don't know. I would be super proud if I made this. And I know that he is. And I, quite um, frankly, any of the songs that we have, that you've shown today mm. i would have been fucking blown away if i had been the person to make them dude especially like 
we we have music um we are called yeah. music with the boys uh and you can listen easy to as hell we would not talk until we're blue in the face about it <laughs> uh, um oh man but fresh veggies comes out i believe in june or july uh that is west clinton's album and when that comes out i'm going to talk about it again on the show um, in the newsletter in the newsletter it'll be on twitter it'll be on instagram uh yeah, thank you so much for bringing your music on the show, Wes, and letting us use your words uh, because I think it just makes it better to show people how much you care about your project. And to end the music segment of the show, we're going to go over to Heartbeat by Buddy. Oil sips We see it dripping We know it's sure to run now But we'll be catching every dripping as it drops Holding every last breath till it stops Four out of four consistent hits. Um, I don't like giving you credit for things, but just this once. <laughs> That's true. But yeah. be like, I don't like this one. And I was like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Come on. No, I love this one. Um, <laughs> God, that would have been that would have been awful of me. I think. Uh, yeah, I would have just cut it out. I would have cut all your bits out of the show and been like, this is just a really awkward solo. That would have been fair, but you should know already that I am only willing to insult you on this show. That's it. That's that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. Not our friends. Mm-hmm. They're our near mm-hmm. dears. Absolutely. We love them. Tell me about the song, TJ. Uh, I love this one. Uh, the vocals remind me a lot of, is it Kane Strange? Yes. That's the guy who did Two Hearts and No Brain? Yes, that's the one. Thank you. Um, I really like a lot of what got done with the melody through this. There were those moments where like everything would stop except for guitar and vocals and it would sort of follow that like descending melody. I thought that was very fun. Also the lead into the, the guitar solo on the back end with the very echoey guitar, uh, it sounded like the, the like steel slide situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could be wrong about that. Probably am. Uh, (laughs) I love this though. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is fantastic. That's a good way to describe it. Um, they, um, the repetition at the very end of the song almost drowned. We're searching for a heartbeat now, and it kind of they kind of build on it. There mm-hmm. are like more voices, and they start to like hold out the notes for it. I think it's really cool. I think the mm-hmm. song. There's a little bit of yelling in there too. Yeah, it's powerful. I man. love a bit of yelling. He stand people who yell, buddy. So true. You. <laughs> um, oh man, I mean, there's so much just to talk about. Um, I really like 
there's a stanza in the song it says pools of carbon heat and pressure oven it took a billion years to stock it up for us resource wanting never truly starving but we ate it up like starving vultures would i think that is a really beautiful uh little four line verse that mm-hmm. i know it says a lot with a little and i think it's fantastic yeah take a shot I every can, time i say fantastic. i can agree with that uh yeah buddy is from philadelphia pennsylvania their Bandcamp bio says they make rock and roll for 90s babies so that means they only listen to train weezer <laughs> and <laughs> red hot chili peppers that is what i've taken that to mean uh i'm gonna i'm gonna switch change outfits mid mid podcast here for a red hot chili pepper shirt and i'm gonna put a weezer shirt on top of it so really <laughs> do, do a long sleeve red hot chili pepper shirt underneath yeah yeah weezer shirt on top you get it bring back long sleeve shirts underneath uh short sleeve shirts bring it back i feel like i could still see you wearing that me no mm. i get too sw- i'm a sweaty person <laughs> mm. okay all right um thank you to everyone for letting us share their work on the show today thank you buddy thank you west clinton landowner and zoe bayani for giving us music for the show we don't exist without you though this whole thank you project exists because of artists and people like you I, I think that's awesome so i really appreciate it and you're just like pbs <laughs> viewers like you we're gonna step into the other half of the show It's not going to be very long. This is probably going to be a shorter episode. I, we usually, well, like Curtis and I usually will find a funny, uh, either current or old news story to talk about with established musicians because it's funny to point and laugh at rich people. You don't punch down, you punch up. And rich people are stupid, right? We, we've, we've done it with the K Foundation when they burned a million quid and crap like that. And it's a lot of fun. So there's this, there's this website called thisdayinmusic.com that I use usually to start my searches. I'll put in the date the show is coming out and try to find something around there. It doesn't always work, um, but it's, it's usually a good jumping off point. But I hate this website so fucking much. <laughs> that's, what, that's what this is about. This, we're whippling the website now? Yeah. So this will come out May 11th, 2022. So that's what I put it up into May 11th on the, on mm-hmm. the show. And there's some stuff like uh, Bob Marley died uh, May 11th, 1981. And that's, you know, that, that is music history. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. This day in music history, you've done it. You know, what's not music history. Um, 1985 Bruce Springsteen and a small group of friends went out for a boys night out in Lake Oswego, Oregon two nights before his wedding to Julianne Phillips drinking in a pub Springsteen sang a number of songs karaoke style to his own records <laughs> who gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you but every time we go out we should make the news we should write it down the boys yeah. the boys went out can we make a newspaper that's just to publish when we go out 
Well, like Nathan for you will hire a ghostwriter, <laughs> just fill article space, but we get a spot for Boys mm-hmm. Night. Yeah. I've got more for you. Um oh, where'd it go? Oh yeah. Uh on this day, May 1974, Led Zeppelin went to an Elvis Presley show at the Los Angeles Forum in California. Elvis stopped the band, stopped his band a little bit into the show and said, wait a minute, if we can start together, fellas, because we've got Led Zeppelin out there, let's try to look like we're new, look like we know what we're doing. And then Led Zeppelin met Elvis after the show and they talked for two hours. A whole two hours. Music history, band goes to another band show, they talk after, more at seven. (laughs) This one doesn't surprise me as much. Do you remember, and I will preface this by saying I love this clip. I think it's very cute. Do you remember that clip of Bo Burnham watching Phoebe Bridgers cover his song? No. It was trending for, it was trending for like two straight weeks. And it was just a couple different clips of this like six foot seven man, Bo Burnham standing head and shoulders above everyone at the Phoebe Bridgers concert watching his own song get played it's very cute um that is the only reason because i think that still happens now but that see that's not man goes to show talks to other musician afterwards that's like did it's like she knew he was there and played it so that was Mm. trending because it had happened yeah in 40 years if you're like october 17th 2020 Phoebe Bridgers played in front of Bo Burnham. I'd be like, who uh, cares? I'm going to make that article. I don't know what you're talking. That's why I brought it up. Oh my god. Um, a lot of deaths on here. I'm trying to find another stupid one. Uh, oh, George Michael, May 11th, 2006, was in a second minor car crash in a month. You know. Sometimes um, you have a rough no one day died. on the road. No one was hurt. There was a minor car crash. Okay, that's good. May 11th. This day, musichistory.com. <laughs> music history is anything that happens to a musician in their... Music history is uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen woke up and cooked breakfast on May 9th, Dude, 1985. I, I, this is going to be an age thing because we're 23. Um, mm-hmm. what the fuck is the thing with, with Bruce Springsteen? Why did he have a hold on this country? Why does he have a podcast with Obama? Like, wh- I forget about that. Yeah. yeah. It's called Renegades, the war criminal and Bruce Springsteen sit down and they have a podcast <laughs> called Renegades. The fuck is up with that? You know, um, very ex ambassadors of them, I guess <laughs> they, <laughs> they start the, they start recording. And Obama's like, so here's the thing about approaching a small school in Yemen. And Bruce <laughs> like, come on, dude. That's not what the show's about. Well, he, he doesn't approach them. They're on the computers getting ready for the drones. <laughs> They're using, yeah, he's like, here's what's so cool about teaching teens to use Xbox 360 controllers to get <laughs> war crimes. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's, 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 <laughs> that's the news. I don't even know. And Obama are, you know, finding ways to turn podcasts into war crimes. On this day, May 11th, 1981, um, Bruce Springsteen 
1985, sorry. Bruce Springsteen went to a bar, sang his own songs on a karaoke machine. Good for him. Hmm? It, that sounds it really, like a fun it, night out. It feels like the guy who wrote that was like, is there, can we do anything with that? Like, Yeah, it's uh, a slow week. Yeah. And you're just like, I, I guess. Yeah, sure. It's just weird that like the tabloid paparazzi culture is so big that paparazzi news from the 80s is still preserved. Yeah. The equivalent of this would be like, Kanye West, uh, let's say he's getting married to someone. Kanye West had a bachelor party in downtown LA and sang one of his own songs. It would absolutely okay. end up in the news. It would. It would be like paparazzi, TMZ yeah. bullshit. It would be like some like shaky yeah. cam footage of Kanye West with that like mask on and like probably like four or five dudes walking into a bar and that would be the clip and that guy would get paid $50,000. Yeah. Um but now it's preserved forever on this, this day is of music professional stalking. <laughs> I'm just trying Tablets to tablets are professional stalking. I'm trying to get this website to sue me. Imagine the headline, <laughs> dude. Imagine the oh press. Oh my god. Imagine that I'd be Free I'd PR. be on this day of music Maybe Obama would hear that you don't like his podcast. Dude, <laughs> when Curtis and I were talking about starting the show, I don't I don't wherever he was living in Boston, he would like take a call and there would be a bruce springsteen born in the usa poster right behind him and it was so unfortunate because at first i like the first time i saw it i like made fun of him yeah but then the pot like bruce springsteen's podcast started so the next time we talked i had to bring it up and to him i guess it felt like i really just was like beating the fact that he liked <laughs> springsteen because he was didn't even address the podcast he was like well i mean i like a couple of it like he, you gotta admit he made good music <laughs> I was like, dang, it's okay. Oh. He does have a podcast called Renegades, though. Time to change your podcast name, I guess. This is no longer Camp Scouts. Renegades. But for real. Um, that's the show. Thank Bye. you again to the artist. <laughs> you just cut. Thank yeah. you again to the artist. Zoe Bayani, West Clinton, landowner, and buddy for letting us share your work um thank you tj for coming on and making it so i don't have to do another solo episode yeah thank you once. for uh putting me onto some good music yes sir where can we find you on the internet my private twitter account hey i refuse to give the handle do you have a, do you have a public instagram or is it also private uh even if i did i truly do not know the username <laughs> you can't even fucking find me <laughs> i'm a ghost here's a little hack for you guys okay if you're listening and you want to follow tj if you follow the show at camps counts pod on twitter and instagram he's gonna get tagged in those posts mm, and mm. If you follow me jw freeman underscore on twitter and instagram he's gonna get tagged in those posts so true that's how you get around this man not knowing his own social media handles yeah yep. write that down kings camps counts pod <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, JDV Freeman underscore Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. Um, we have a newsletter. It's the, we have a link tree in all our social bios. You can find it there. You can sign up every month. I share a couple of tracks with you that I like just as a little extra treat. Um, I used to say four every month, but that doesn't happen. Uh, it <laughs> is truly the amount that is either left over 
or what I can find on the 30th because I forgot the end of the month is coming up, but it's a very good newsletter. You should <laughs> sign up for it. Uh, you can email us directly at campscoutspod at gmail.com. If you have any music you want us to listen to, or um, I don't know what else you would email us for, but if you can think of it, send us an email. Uh, that's, that's it. Now we're done. Now that outro is Now I can say goodbye and we'll hard cut. Yeah. Are you going to say goodbye? <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>